The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your country, and America wants you. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his co-host, Linda Crater. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray with his co-host, Linda Crater. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is August 12, 2014. I'm your host, Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Linda Crater, president of VeteranCaregiver.com. Good morning, Linda. How are you? Good morning, Gary. I'm just fine, thank you. Good, good. You know, we had some sad news this morning. Our hearts go out to the loss of one of our greatest comedians, uh, Robin Williams, and he was only 63 years young. Um, and um, uh, that's a sad uh, situation for our for our comedian group. Anyway, last week was the Military Order of the Purple Hearts National Convention, August 5th through the 9th. That was in Denver. This was also the launch of our loyalty brands at this event, American Heroes Water and Apparel. Everyone at the event just loved the look of the products and the concept of it, and everything is moving forward at a good pace. To stay updated from your phone, either scan the QR code or text the word HERO to 8 0464. All purchases from the water and cause apparel will generate financial support for our veterans and military families. The title of our show today is Andrew's Story. Linda, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? I'd be delighted to. Uh, Andrew is the son of Stan White. Uh, Andrew was a, a very gung ho young Marine who had a nine-month tour in Iraq. And our story, I'll let his father tell his story about his return to the United States, uh, the beginning and end of treatment in terms of pharmaceuticals and therapy and other things, and how the white are now advocating for alternatives for soldiers and other service people for remedies for PTSD and some of the other normal stresses of war, the insomnia, the nightmares, the anxiety. And the whites are advocates uh, and have testified before the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. And we are going to hear today some of the facts about a story, Andrew's story. While many of us have known others, this one we will make very personal for you. So it puts a face and a name onto a story that happens, I don't want to say frequently, but far too often. So, Stan, we introduce you to our show today, and we are very eager 
and people need to hear Andrew's story. Welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Good sir. Morning. Good morning, Linda and Gary. Thanks for having me on. All right. Uh, Thank you. I'll start with Andrew was a uh, honor student in high school, uh, a member of the uh, R- uh, JROTC at his school, he was on a national uh, uh, championship team, so he was uh, a fine young man and joined the Marines uh, right out of high school. Uh, we are a military family. Uh, his two brothers were both in the military. Uh, one uh, oldest brother uh, retired from uh, as a Navy chief. Uh, second son, uh, Robert, was 82nd Airborne. And uh, Andrew was a Marine. And uh, he joined uh, wanting to serve his country and, and make a career of it. Uh, he served nine years or nine-month tour in, in Iraq in 2005. At the same time, his brother uh, was serving in uh, Afghanistan. Andrew came home. He'd been home about uh, less than a week uh, when we got word that his brother, uh, Robert, was killed in action. And, uh, of course, our lives changed uh, drastically. And uh, Andrew, like the rest of us, was trying to cope with grief. A year and a half later, when he was uh, his unit was going to be redeployed, uh, he started showing signs of what uh, classic signs of PTSD, and his friends talked him into going to the VA for uh, uh, treatment. So the last month of his life, he was going to the VA and some and also a private psychiatrist to be treated for PTSD and. Uh, uh, had we known now what we know about medications, uh, I think Andrew would have been alive. He was prescribed, uh, in the beginning, I think 50 milligrams of uh, Seroquel. At the end of his life, he was prescribed 1,600 milligrams of Seroquel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would go back to the, to the uh, doctors, both the, the private doctor and the uh, VA, and they told him the same thing, that you just need to take, take medicine. He was taking uh, antipsychotics, antidepressants, and analgesics, and we call this the lethal cocktail. Um, to sum up his what happened to him, and uh, shortly he was supposed to meet his mother for an appointment, and didn't show up. So she called, and he didn't answer. She came home and found him uh, dead in bed. This is something that a, uh, a parent should not have to witness. Uh, their 23-year-old son dying before them. So we immediately started hearing stories of other families in our area uh, who experienced this, and we found four families within uh, 90 miles of Charleston who had, had lost sons just the same way within four months. Wow. And uh, so we started to, we, we, we had to find a way to, to stop this. And so uh, my wife Shirley and I have been on a mission since then to try to find the answers. And uh, so our mission is to find alternative treatments for PTSD that are effective uh, with less or no medications. And uh, we we think we are being somewhat successful. We've uh, uh, met some families that have uh, 
sons and daughters that have gotten off the drugs and are being uh, uh, successful with their uh, treatment of PTSD. So that's our goal. And uh, we've been to Congress, uh, individual congressmen and senators trying to persuade them to uh, uh, initiate uh, investigation of, of uh, why these medications aren't working and, and why alternative methods should be used. And that's our goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so sorry for your loss, not only of one son, but of two. And these stories, you're right, we do hear them in the news. And I think that uh, we all know that certain times drugs are very necessary. But your looking alternatives is a growing uh, movement in this country, not just because parents are concerned or the symptoms are so vivid, in other words, very lethargic or, or not themselves, etc., but also because those taking it are not finding it to be effective for what they need. They don't feel like themselves anymore. And so the good news is that your work is clearly showing a result because CAM, the Complementary and Alternative Therapies for PTSD, is starting to really take hold among the communities. And I'm so glad you're on here talking today about alternative therapies, because I don't think it's any surprise that the easy way to fix things, if you will, is to prescribe medications. I think the secondary message you may also be bringing is that there needs to be closer supervision of those who are taking so many different kinds of medications, which now they know some interact and exacerbate the PTSD. Is that yes. be correct? Uh, absolutely. Uh, we've, you know, what my friend Dr. Bauman and I started the research of uh, after we found there were four people in uh, in uh, the Charleston, West Virginia area who died. And Dr. Bauman has continued his research, and he has about four hundred or so names of people who have died in their bed or died in their barracks. And he believes that they were uh, cause of death was probably a sudden cardiac or uh, death. And uh, everyone that we have talked to, I've spoken to about 16 or 17 of these families, and everyone I spoke to were taking what we consider the legal cocktail, some type of antidepressant, some type of analgesic drug, and some type of antipsychotic, Seroquel or Respital or or Lexapro or some of those uh, drugs. So we know the side effects of those, but I don't have a list of anyone that has died because they were doing some of these alternative treatments. That's a very good point. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. I'm Gary Ray along with Linda and our guest, Dan White. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome, welcome back. We're here with Stan White. Uh, and Stan, before we went to break, we were talking about uh, Dr. Romans. Um, and uh, he, he has a list of 400 military men and women who have died in their sleep. Yes, sir, he does. Yes. And uh, yes. he found that by just Googling military men who died in their sleep or military men found dead. And uh, so when we started this list, the fact there was uh, three of us that started it, uh, uh, Diane Vanderberg and uh, Dr. Bauman and myself. And uh, I, I, when he had a list of under 100, I started writing letters. I went on uh, at research and found some names and got some addresses and, and uh, sent letters to these families. And uh, as a result of that, and also phone calls. We had talked personally to about 16 of them. And uh, I was convinced at that time that drugs were were causing that um, because they were all taking the same medications. And uh, that's when we decided that there has to be a better way to treat PTSD than, than this drugging. And uh, uh, I, my personal belief is that the VA and the DOD physicians think that they can treat the most uh, with with the, such, a, such a massive amount of, uh, of clients that they can treat more people by doing this, and uh, that's that's just probably true. But uh, I don't believe that's the most effective way. I think we need to hire uh, counselors and explore some of these other methods: peer counseling, equine uh, therapy, service dogs, prolonged exposure. Uh, 
uh, high adventure sports and all of these have, have been proven. I participated in some of these events with, with, with soldiers and every one of them tell me that that is much better than the drugs that they've been taking. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know two of the organizations that I work with, one particularly, uh, a gathering of Mountain Eagles, uh, they bring a group of soldiers in from uh, Washington, D.C. area, the military bases, and that we're transition units. And we teach them to ski. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it's skiing is what helps them the most. Is It is the, the camaraderie of mm-hmm. them coming from different services, different bases, and just sitting down and talking, hey, this happened to me, this happened to me, and they're, they're talking to each other. So I think this peer counseling thing is, is very, very effective. And you, know, you intertwine that with the uh, adrenaline rush of these, these sports, I think that's, that's very good, as well as certainly as uh, service dogs, equine therapy, all of those are very And then a personal friend of mine is a Vietnam vet, is going to what's called prolonged exposure, and he is swearing by this. He said it's helped him so much that they expose you to about 30 to 45 minutes of triggers that he has identified that t- takes him back. And they keep playing this over so he sees his triggers and sees that, that there is other alternative uh, results instead of what he had experienced in war. And he said that's helped him you- so much. You bring up such a very important point just by your listing of all of the various treatments people had. There is no one-size-fits-all for PTSD treatment, and people really have to work and be part of their care team to keep track of what are some behavioral changes if you start on a medication. Um, There needs to be a system of peer support, as you mentioned, because I think among themselves they can identify what... I feel better today when I take this, but I would like to avoid taking chronic pain medication. I know that pain management is a very difficult topic, just as PTSD is, because they're often intertwined. And that's where you find that people tend to throw up their hands, mostly because our medical system is more geared to this person handles, the the psychiatrist handles the uh, psychotic, antipsychotic meds, and the painkillers are handled by the orthopedist, et cetera. It's siloed. And so how did you find your communication among the medical staff in terms of them being open to the fact there are alternative therapies and were they willing to uh, suggest them? Well, I'm finding when I've spoken to some of the doctors that are DOD doctors or mm-hmm. VA doctors that, that they are just going with the training that they've had. And that, that's my beef. I know that that all the research and all the training is sponsored or were, uh, actually done by the pharmaceutical industry. And my belief is that that's where the change needs to be. That you know, There are other methods, and, let's, well, let's, and let's, let's convince these doctors that this is the way to go, but there's not much money in sponsoring these alternative treatments, but there's millions and millions of dollars of advertising spent on the pharmaceuticals. So we're on an uphill battle against that. Right. My whole uh, beef is not so much against the VA and the DOD, but it's against the pharmaceutical industry and the psychiatrists, the way they're trained. That we need to, they need to be retrained or see that there's a, another way. And you know, that's my mission. 
It's a good mission. Um, just a little while ago, we had a discussion on on CAM right here in D.C., and the American Legion held an entire panel on studies and best practices and what to do on PTSD and TBI. And a lot of it was that, unfortunately, it, it doesn't always come out to help the, the user. You have to sometimes go find it yourself. But more and more, our young people and those from other eras are seeking out alternative care. And the receptivity in the community is very, very good. So I think you, you are fighting a, a system that has a protocol to follow. And then you are now looking at a lot of people with some gumption to come through and say, this works for me, that doesn't work for me, and now let's work on making this aspect better. Because you are dealing with multiple problems sometimes. You, you are, might be dealing with antidepressants, antipsychotics, but painkillers and antibiotics. That's an awful lot of mix to take. So are you finding that the communities are welcoming? Because we are finding that here in the D.C. area, that there's more openness about the CAM therapies. Mm-hmm. Now, Stan, I want to bring you back to Dr. Dr. Bowman's um, uh, because um, uh, there was an interview that I watched. Uh, if you if you Google uh, Dr. Fred Bowman, you, you're going to see it's about a two-hour interview. It's you and you and uh, Dr. Bowman talking, and also you mentioned one of our past guests, our recent guest, which was Dr. Billings. Now, I, I believe that Dr. Billings uh, has treated, <clears throat> treated a lot of uh, the uh, veterans that have the PTSD, but he did it without drugs, an alternative way. Is that correct? That's correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, he, you know, after, after interviewing him uh, here on the show, um, you know, he's a phenomenal guy. I mean, he's been, he's been um, uh, in his practice for, what, 45 years and, and a colonel uh, in the Army. And, uh, and that's kind of phenomenal uh, where the other uh, doctors would treat with drugs, and he would be the only one that doesn't use the drugs. And if anybody gets a chance to listen to that uh, interview, it's, it gives you a lot of information. Um, again, just uh, you know, uh, Google Dr. Fred Bauman, and uh, you'll see quite a bit of information about him and the interviews. Okay. Now, sir, he's, there was a lobby efforts uh, to Congress. How were those? Um, turned out? I mean, um, how did the VA, the DOD, treat PTSD? We, Shirley and I, about every six months, we would drive up to D.C. and go visit members of uh, the Veterans Committee or the Armed Forces Committee and try to persuade them to uh, sponsor uh, these alternative methods and, uh, and also to have an investigation of why the drugs aren't working. And in 2012, we visited Senator uh, uh, Joe Manchin, who is one of our senators. And shortly after that, I received a letter from uh, the the Pentagon, the Joint Chiefs, and saying that one of the drugs that we think that killed Andrew, the one we think was a catalyst, was Seroquel, Mm -hmm. and saying that Seroquel was no longer going to be a on the formulary as a first-line treatment for PTSD. And so we immediately tried to contact the VA and see 
if they were going to follow those guidelines and we hit up against a stone wall, that no, they they were not aware of, not even aware of that memo, and uh, so we got nowhere with that. So our our concentration now has been not so much to go back to D.C., which we we still do, but to try to make the public aware that there are there are other ways to treat it and the dangers of these medications. Uh, I might get back and mention, too, something that, that Linda mentioned about an advocate. Mm-hmm. Anytime a soldier or a Marine or airman or is, is going to treatment, they need to take someone with them to their appointments mm-hmm. because with PTSD, one of the, the things you can't, you can't remember what, 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 what you're being told or can't remember events. So if you have someone to go with you and write down what's going on and, and, and uh, keep a log uh, of what is happening to you, that's so important. And then keep reminding your, your soldier or Marine that, hey, you need to do this, you need to do this. I think that is vital in the treatment. And I, I think it's what Linda was alluding to a while ago, that you need an advocate with you. And we highly you recommend know, that. You're absolutely right. And they do tell you at the doctor's offices, you know, we're going to give you this drug. Please, you know, keep in mind how you feel when you take it. But I, I think... We are often dealing with healthy young men who just shrug off things that may not be um, as bothersome as some of the other things if their symptoms have gone away. But some small changes can indicate that there may be some interaction uh, or some. there's a better drug. There are many things that they can do for you if you keep track. And we often tell people, um, make a drug list. Know exactly what you're taking, what milligrams, uh, when, the time of day to take it. I think there could be a lot more drug education given if you're going to give someone that many drugs. I also work with the caregivers who sit there with 21, 22 meds, and when they do the research on it, um, we find that sometimes those meds interact among each other, and I always encourage people to know exactly what they're putting into their bodies um, because everyone is different, and drugs don't always react the same for each person. But there is a combination of therapies that can be put together that will be optimal for that one person. The hard part is when you're not feeling well, is seeking help. And if you don't have an advocate, which happens to many of our uh, service members or veterans, that becomes an issue. So you're correct with the peer-to-peer. The isolation is the scary part because then people don't know and they can't help. Well, time is flying. We're going to quickly jump into a quick break. You can now learn more about our loyalty brands, American Heroes Water and Apparel, by going to the AmericanHeroesWater.com. And remember that all our brands and our products will continue to support our veterans year in and year out. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda and our guest, Dan White. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. Voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Stan White. And Stan, uh, when we were on break, uh, you were mentioning about the hidden enemy. Could you give us a little more detail on that? Yes. One of the groups that, that contacted me early on uh, with with Dr. Bauman was a group called uh, the Citizens Commission for Human Rights, CCHR, and, and uh, their headquarters in California. And they produced a, a documentary, uh, Hidden Enemy, which Shirley and I are part of, and many other families, and, and uh, not only families who lost uh, loved ones, but some survivors. And uh, their personal stories are on there, and so how they were on the medications, and they found other ways to deal with it. So I think that's that's a great resource. My my thing is don't just take one method and say this is what has to work. There are many many methods. I think if if families and, and soldiers would do the research, and this is just one tool with a hidden enemy. Uh, there's other organizations, the uh, International Society of uh, Ethical Psychiatry and Psychiatrists, uh, ISCCP, which they're found their uh, CEO, I believe, is Chuck Ruby, who was a uh, psychologist, uh, retired military colonel, who his uh, practice, he gets people off of medication, just like Dr. Bart Billings. And research these people, research these uh, organizations, and you don't have to agree with everything that these people are telling you, but find what works for you, 
mm-hmm. and and try it. You know, uh, I could, one one glove doesn't fit all, and right. uh, that that's my mission: find find what works and uh, what's safe for you. And uh, I know in 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 that documentary, there's uh, I've, I've met many of these people, and uh, like I say, that we're finding more and more survivors. Uh, and that's enlightening to us to show that some people are, are finding a way to get off the drug. Everyone, I'm going to tell you, I feel so bad on drugs, I just want to stop. And stop taking drugs is just as dangerous. Just as dangerous. Drugs. Uh, Stan, would you have advice for families who are noticing a change, um, but they're getting some resistance from their service member or veteran? Would you have advice yes, for how you would, would go is, about talking to them? Yes. Do the research. Talk to other people that have uh, experienced this and see what's working for them. And Google, uh, you know, there's, there's a wealth of information out there. And some of it's way out in, in, in left field, mm-hmm. so you don't accept everything you read. But do your research. And I think what's... With with with, with the, the, the VA and the DOD, you mentioned earlier that you have one doctor giving one medication, another doctor giving another. Go to a primary care physician and hopefully find one person that can monitor what all you're taking. And they say, oh, you, you can't take this drug with this drug, which a lot of times a doctor prescribing a drug doesn't know what else you're taking. And I think that's, that's very important to have someone that's medically trained to monitor every drug that you're taking and find a way to get you off the drugs. Yes, that happens every day, even in civilians. Uh, you know, yes, you hear right. about going to going to four different doctors, and none of them know that they're going to four right, different doctors. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, so that's the well, problem. and the onus falls also on the patient because unless you have a list of everything you're taking, right. The doctors can't do it because our medical system is set up to be siloed for specialists to handle things in presumably the best way possible. But if they don't know and you don't say, they they can't help you, which is, again, another reason for bringing an advocate with you, not right. only Absolutely. to listen and write down, but to also say, well, remember, Stan, you were also taking XYZ. Um, and those are the things that really make a difference because in the military culture, they are often taught to suck up and deal. Right. So if there's right. a few, you know, side effects that they don't like, okay, um, they may not mention them. So having someone who lives with them or knows them or has heard them talk about it, again, you're talking peer and advocacy at the same time. So the, that kind of outside support is critically important to build a holistic picture of the a service member, so that the best care can be given. Yeah, and, and absolutely. I mean, you mentioned at the beginning of the show a, a, a memorial to uh, Robin Williams, and, and I just watching this morning that mm. you know he was advocating all these things, and yet he took his own life. And, yes. Uh, so I, I think it has to be more than just knowing. You have to have someone there with you to to help you through this journey. And whether yes. or not Robin had someone, I don't know. But uh, you know, uh, he was certainly aware of what was going on. Yes, he suffered for a long, long time. Yes, he did. According yes, he did. to the, um, the the favorite, you know, what you bring up though is um, we've also had other people on the show who run wonderful organizations that provide peer support. Gary, I'm I'm thinking of dryhooch.org, um, Lula Bello and the Marines that he pulled together 
um, many of these other guests that we've had, and they all come with a recurring theme, which is that battle buddies, um, peer groups of family members, uh, spouses, caregivers, etc., tend to notice or have had the same experience and can really help. But what we're bringing up is you have to talk about it. And right. if you do talk about it, then it can be heard and discussed and questioned. If you don't talk about it, really it's very difficult to foment change that way. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And in the, in the, one of the young men in, in uh, The Hidden Enemy I met last year was uh, Mikhail Vega, who was a Navy SEAL, and he is, uh, was on the medications, and he's now started a program to help veterans get off of medication and and his program. So he he is someone you want to Google and get his story. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the listeners out there, these are people who have, who have walked the walk and lived it, and they're finding a better alternative. So uh, I encourage everyone to uh, Google these people and, and find a way to talk to them, at least read about them and their success Excellent. Story. All right. I think we all have to stick to that old uh, cliche, uh, got your six. Um, you know, we got your back. Right. And um, uh, we all have to help one another. Absolutely. Uh, and watch one another for sure. I didn't realize there was such an insomnia problem, uh, you know, with our military. Uh, you, know, you, hear, uh, you know, you hear a lot about that now. And, uh, you know, that article, that, uh, uh, that little video I watched, it says, like, according to Dr. Billings, over 90% of our active troops are on psychiatric drugs right. for, and sleep disorders. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Which is phenomenal. It's just hard to believe. It was funny, in a medical newsletter that I received, they had a picture of a man with one of those plastic grocery bags filled with 30 days of meds for pain management and PTSD. And it was a vivid picture, uh, visual, of, of what can happen. Now, we are not by any means saying that this happens to everyone, but it is a problem, and too much of anything isn't good for you, but it's also very, very important not to just um, take it handed to you. Learn what you're taking. Learn about it and know about... There are millions of apps right now that will give you interactions. Um, not that you're the doctor. You're not. By all means, ask these questions of the clinicians. But they are there to answer your questions 24-7. It's just sometimes you have to push through at a point in your life where you don't have that energy to push through. So that's where we need to help them with battle buddies and friends and family. Yeah, you mentioned the medications. Andrew had a, a lot of medications. They would change the medication, and he would still have a prescription that was no used, and they would give mm-hmm. him something else. And so you accumulate these things, and that right. itself is so dangerous because... You have all these pills available, and you get right. so depressed. And there's there's your final solution to a, a short-term problem. Exactly. And, uh, un- unfortunately, you know that happens. Andrew's death was ruled as a accidental intoxication of uh, these medications. Other people we've talked to uh, had sons or daughters that committed suicide, and to us, it makes no difference whether it's accidental, you committed suicide, whatever. We want to find the cause of what's what's getting you that state, and let's stop that. Uh, that's that's what has to change. That has to change. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, definitely. 
Definitely. You know, uh, a little while ago we started talking also about uh, the the alternative methods, uh, and you start talking about groups like gathering of mountain eagles. Okay, uh, did you ever did you ever get a chance to talk to Kurt Bauer from the Warfighter Sports and Disabled Sports uh, USA? I talked to Chris. Chris, uh, what his last name is? I've met him several times. Okay, He's, Kurt Bauer's uh, a Yes, Kirk Bauer was the executive, or still is the executive yeah, director for yeah. Disabled they, Sports. Uh, they come to Canaan Valley, where this is where I live, every year mm-hmm. in the summer, and they do a uh, high adventure weekend. They do they play golf, they go whitewater rafting, they go fishing, they go uh, skeet shooting, uh, hiking, fly fishing, uh, you know, all these various activities. But what what's so great about the Warfighter Sports Group is they not only involve the, the warrior, they involve their families. I think it mm-hmm. is so important that <laughs> so I. the entire families are involved and the family members get to, to, to have peer counseling with each other. Right. And, uh, you know, the Gathering of Mountain Eagle is a group I work with, uh, uh, founders Woody Arntz out of, uh, DC. And, uh, they bring these kids in and, and snowboard and ski and 99% of them have, have never skied or snowboarded before. And we, and we always have a, a meet and greet the evening before, and we we talk to them, and they don't want to interact. They're just you know like, like they're they're um, yeah heavily medicated. You can tell that. And we take them out on the slope, and it's like you you, you turn the light switch on, mm-hmm. and yeah they they fall in the snow, and they fall in, and they hoop and they holler, and they they have a great time. And at the end of the, the end of the day, we make sure they all get to the top of the mountain, whether they have the skills to come down or not. It makes no different stuff. We get them up there. And the ones that can ski well enough, we say they ski down. The ones that don't, we put them in a, in a uh, rescue to ball game. We take them down the hill. And, they, they, I mean, it's it's like a before and after picture of these soldiers. And then they end up going to a, uh, a basketball game, to the VU basketball game at the end of the, the next day. And it's just getting it to, to find something that that's, has joy to it. Right. They interact with each other is, is so healing. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to jump into a short break again. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7. Just go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. I'm Gary Ray along with Linda and our guest, Stan White. You're listening to our American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Stan White. And Stan, uh, I know we were talking earlier about uh, the alternative methods to treat PTSD with high adventure sports and activities. You know, I was mentioned Kirk Bauer before, who's the executive director for Disabled Sports USA. Um, actually, we he was one of my first guests two years ago on our show. This guy is phenomenal. He used to go walk through Walter Reed Hospital on a daily basis, uh, and and and. Uh, sort of uh, motivate uh, our veterans that were in depression, that uh, that have lost limbs. Um, in fact, uh, he was uh, he lost a leg in Vietnam, and uh, uh, it, it is true uh, when you talk to some of these guys that uh, climbed Mount Denali, for instance. Uh, that was his group. There were five of them that climbed Mount Denali, almost made it to the top, uh, but they're going to try it again. And uh, these guys were very successful what they did. I mean, uh, between five of them, they had, I think, it was only one good set of legs. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so it was kind of phenomenal. And, you know, him being the executive director uh, and knowing him personally, uh, the Warfire Sports, um, tell me a little bit about, you know, both groups, the Mountain Eagles and and the Warfire. Yeah, the uh, uh, Gathering Mountain Eagles, I'm very familiar with them because I've worked with them the last five years. And they have uh, usually three, at least three events every year. They have a winter event, which they come to Canaan and ski and go to a basketball game. They have a summer event, which they go to the uh, Greenbrier Classic, which is a uh, uh, golf tournament, uh, professional golf tournament, one of the uh, the, uh, the FedEx Tour. And... Uh, they go golfing and whitewater rafting, and then in the fall they'll uh, they take fishing or hunting trips, as well as a uh, uh, college football game. And they solicit their clients from the Warrior Transitions Units at, at Walter Reed 
at Fort Belvoir at uh, Quantico. And I think they brought some ones last time, maybe from Fort Campbell, Kentucky. But uh, I would love to see that, that program grow. This is just a, a, a local organization headed by a retired colonel who uh, wants to give back and, and, and help these people. And uh, uh, everyone I talked to were at one time were medicated heavily. And uh, they said, this is better than the meds. Uh, and the other group is a warfighter sports group, which they basically do the same thing. It's a, it's a larger organization. It's uh, national in scope. I think their winter uh, event, they go to Breckenridge every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a much larger organization. And they involve the families, which I really support. And you know, all these things you know, take a lot of money, and all the money is privately funded. Um, but it is very successful. I've yet to hear anyone say that no, it didn't work for them. Uh, wow. But that's just one one method, you know. That I am really interested in this. My friend doing this prolonged exposure. Uh, whether you're familiar with that or not, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to do some more research on it. That it supposedly helps you find a, a, a when the triggers hit you, you identify the triggers, and then you you're exposed to that, and you find that. Not all re- the, the trigger can have have better results than what you've, you've experienced in war. And so it's that, like every other that, therapy. You yeah. know, it works for some people. Yeah, it works for some. Then work for all. Not yeah, maybe, for all. Right. Yeah. And then none of these things work for everyone. Correct. But you have to have, have, have to find something that works. I'm a firm believer in professional and peer counseling. Yeah. You know, when a trigger comes up, find a way to distract or to rechannel that. Uh, well, service right. dogs. I know it was Chris Bowers, who I've met, who's with Warfighter Sports, has a service dog. And he swears by it. I said it calms him, helps him down. You know, you know someone's there with you that they can trigger these. They sense your triggers. Animals are trained to do that. And, and we have yet to hear of anyone who was not helped by a service dog. We've had several service dog organizations on the show, and mm-hmm. Gary will attest as well. Each and every one. It was great, whether it was yeah. a good fit, and we don't hear about the ones that are not, but it seems to have truly yeah. helped, yeah. both in giving them more structure to their yeah. lives and someone to help them. Yeah, and the equine, you know, the, therapy the horse was, therapy, yeah. Yeah, horse therapy, absolutely. And uh, I, I think there needs to be more, uh, I'd love like to see some, some money from the government to sponsor some of these. I know in the well, very beginning of my research, I read a book uh, by... Uh, it's called Surviving the Shadows. And it was an NBA referee who was a retired state policeman. <laughs> Bob Delaney. Yeah, Bob Delaney, yeah. It's absolutely. one of my favorite books. Yep. Yeah. And uh, he goes into some of those things and how successful. I think they had a camp in Florida somewhere. I'm not sure if they're still up and running or not, but he was yeah, it bicycling, is. too. Right. I know, Actually, uh, anything will work if it will take your mind yes. and, and take your passion into a new direction. Yes. I know... Uh, uh, President Bush, uh, at his mm-hmm. ranch, I think, it takes a group of wounded warriors and on this bike trip to his ranch every year. That, that's right. pretty much publicized. And, All right. Uh, he supports that. So. You know, we only have a couple minutes left, and Stan, we want to thank you for being on our show today and really appreciate you letting our veterans know there are drug-free alternatives available. Sir, what would you like to share with your listeners in closing? Okay, and in closing, I'd like to say if, if, if you or your family members being uh, treated for PTSD, 
uh, don't stop your meds cold turkey. Do your research. Have an advocate with you. And some of the things we mentioned in research, you know, uh, the, the, the hidden enemy, the ISCCPP. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe watch the movie tonight, and I'm interested to see that with The War Comes Home on CNN. You know, find something that works and spread the word. Uh, be an advocate, and uh, in, in closing, I want to say, you know, God bless our troops, and God bless the USA. Wow. And thank you for having us on. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, it, it was great, and uh, we might have you back on again. We, you know, with, uh, I'd like to find out more results on what's going on, and and hopefully, uh, your your you know lobbying uh, would definitely help. Well, I would like uh, you at, this winter to come to Canaan when we have our our, uh, our group of wounded warriors here and uh, see firsthand what was going on. I would invite you to come. I, I'm a uh, Steve Patrol Director here at Canaan, and uh, we've done this for the last five years. So mm-hmm. just one minute, I invite you to come visit us. Well, sir, again, you know, let us know that event coming up. That way we can get a little word out on it also. Okay. Okay. You know, our t- today's show has been brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And, yes, you can hear all the archived shows right on your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and any device. I'm Gary Ray along with Linda and our guest Dan White signing off and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. Have a terrific week. Say goodbye everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks again. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host Linda Crater again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white.